Welcome to The Network. My name is Michael Prejean. The Network is our attempt at creating a modern podcast version of the Negro Motorist Green Book. Every episode is designed to help the physical, mental, spiritual, and financial health of Black people living in and traveling through America. You know, there's a saying that if you look good, you feel good. So today's (laughs) guest is going to help you look good. I I got a young brother here today. He's going to do something a little different for us. His name is Cameron Brown. Cam, how you doing today? Welcome, brother. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. It's an honor to be here. I'm, gra- I'm glad. I'm glad. All right, man. I'm, I'm, I'm honored to have you. So go ahead. Tell us who you are. Introduce yourselves to the audience. Give us some background info. Who is Cameron Brown or Cam.Styles? All right, so... My name is Cameron Brown. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok or YouTube at Camp Styles. What I do there is I help young black teens or young adults to how to dress, how to get ready for job interviews. And I do little lifestyle tips here and there, you know, just to give young kids a positive role model on how to dress because you get a lot of people that just want to walk around with sweat sagging and they think they think that's presentable in every location and if you want to do that that's cool but don't do that whenever you go to an event or job interview because they're gonna they're gonna laugh at you uh so y'all might think that what he's saying is is like common sense but i actually interviewed somebody this is about five or six years ago for a coaching position at a high school. And this grown man showed up for this interview in sweatpants with a camera. Oh, like, like he was showing up to, to paint. So I promise y'all what this young brother is, is gonna give to us today, you need it. Whether you're young or old, you need it. All right, keep going, Cam. All right, uh, talk about like my little background. Yeah, where, you know, so you're yeah. still young. Okay, you know, where are you from? You know, are you originally from Houston? Yeah. What was your childhood like? So I was, I was born in Conroe. Uh, I just grew up with my mom, my grandma. Um, it was a good little childhood. Uh, we moved We moved in third grade. Um, my closest friend, I'm, I'm still, I still talk to him today, Ty, Ty Price, upcoming actor, you know. Uh, and so we always make sure... We we got big goals, we got big dreams, and we make sure to, to keep each other accountable for that. Um, but I've always been into like fashion, styling. I never really knew how to style myself. It's always been my mom or my grandma styling me as I grew up. Then when I got into middle school, we had mm-hmm. school uniforms, and when you when you have school uniforms for three years straight, and then your parents don't have money to buy you clothes for school uniforms, and outside of you're going to wear that school uniform everywhere. (laughs) So I I had that school uniform for three years straight. Then when I got into high school, I didn't know how to dress. And then with my father out the picture, you don't have a male role model to tell you or guide you on how you should dress. So it was kind of, I went through a weird little awkward phase of trying to figure things out. And now now we're here. Now we're here. I'm in college. I'm going to Sam Houston State. Oh, did I get to a head? No, you're good. Okay. You're good. You're good. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, I'm at Sam Houston State. Right now, I'm majoring in mass communications and marketing. And I'm using that right now, too, to help guide my social media journey and my social media path. Okay, yeah. okay. Now we're good. here. Good. So, man, I love I love what you're doing. But I want to go back just a little bit. You know, so in your questionnaire, you said you. growing up, you would say I had the dream childhood. So, yeah, this is for me. This question is for me. So bridge that gap for me because I, I feel like I had a dream childhood, but I grew up in the 80s, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah. you know, so all the things, the dream childhood in the 80s. So, man, what what is the dream childhood? What year were you born? Uh, 2000. Born in 2000. All right. So this the is a young year. brother, y'all. This is a young brother. All right. You got a birthday coming up soon? Yes, sir. October 4th. Okay. Okay. So he's going to be 21 this year. So this young brother grew up, you know, much younger than I am. 
So what is a dream childhood in the 2000s? What does that look like? I know what it looked like way back in the 80s, but what did it look like in the 2000s? So really, it's like, I think it's really textbook. So you grow up, obviously you have no, you have no man of the house. You're the man of the house. As a young kid, you got your father get on to you. At that time, you don't understand what he's doing and like all the lessons he's instilling into you. Um, so you're not gonna you're gonna go against that. But whenever you grow up with no man in the house, it's like I'm the man in the house. Everything goes where I want to go. Da, 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 this, that, this, and that. Um, you live with your mom. You live with your grandma, yeah. and y'all know grandmas will spoil you. So every day you're getting spoiled. It's just it's just perfect. You get to go outside, hang out. There's like no problems. So I think that's what I kind of mean by the perfect childhood because a lot of people would want that. Definitely. <laughs> oh, listen, no doubt, man. I have great stories of the <laughs> things that I got from my grandmother. You know what I'm saying? Like going to grandma's yeah. house and getting those things. So definitely, man, that is definitely a good childhood. All right, Cam. So you're currently at Sam Houston State. So for those of you, you know, listening, wondering how I know this young fella, I actually got an opportunity to work with him. I'm not going to really say coaching, you know, because he he knew what he was doing, knew what he really wanted. But I got a chance to work I'll with see him coaching. in high school. You know, Cam is an outstanding student athlete. Uh, okay, I'll take it. I'll take it. Outstanding student athlete um, in high school. Um, so you're still running at Sam, right? Uh, I actually recently just left the team. Okay. Okay. No deal. No big deal. No big deal. But ran three years? Uh, two years. Yeah, two years. Ran two years. I'm going into my junior year. Um, outstanding. Okay. Okay. Outstanding young brother. Okay, outstanding young brother. So, Cam, let's let's talk about your why. You say that you are passionate about clothing. You just gave us, you know, a little bit of your background. You're like, you know, I didn't have anybody to really guide me. You know, I wore student uniforms, you know, to to school because that's all we had. Family didn't really have a whole lot of money. And I've noticed following you on Instagram that a lot of your styles aren't necessarily, you know, high end, you know, these are things that people have access to, you know, like the the everyday person can have access to. So you said you are passionate about clothing. So I want you to dive into that for us. And then I got some, you know, some, some questions I want to ask you as you go into that, you know, because, um, I'm not very stylish. Okay. I'm, I'm colorblind. Right. So, you're going to see me matching, not colors, but you're going to see me matching like uh, shades. Let me go a dark shade, a light shade, <laughs> stuff like that. So, Cam, enough about that. Jump into it, man. Uh, tell us your why. Tell us what you're passionate about. All right, well, I'm passionate about looking good. <laughs> I'm passionate about looking good. Uh, I want to help other people look good. Um, like I said, growing up, I didn't really have a good role model. You, that, that's when uh, hip-hop culture was really booming because social media was starting to take off. So now you're seeing the rapper lifestyle. You're seeing it more. You're seeing what rappers are wearing now. And now everybody's trying to dress like the rappers. But I'm like, you can't dress like the rappers every day. So learning how to dress is like a real important thing in life. Like, I, I, you said you can't just, I think you got some style. I, I haven't seen you wear a bad outfit, but then again, I, I mainly seen you in like professional clothing and coach clothing, but still, that, that's still doing something. Um, I've also seen growing in high school, my athleisure <laughs> growing up in high school. Um, a lot of guys are trying to impress women. Whenever they get, whenever they're like trying to style themselves and go out and buy new clothes, and I, I've, I, I'm not gonna lie, I, I've been through that, trying to impress girls the way I dress. But you later realize that's not who you are. You're not dressing for yourself. You're dressing for someone else. 
And then once you realize that you, you don't want that person or you don't get that person, you got all these clothes and you're like, this isn't really who I am. So now you just wasted like a good $300 on a girl, but you dressed yourself with that money. So it just makes no sense. I get a lot of DMs of boys asking me, what do I wear to ask out this girl or to impress her? I'm just like, you should just impress her by the way you're dressing. Just dress yourself. So once I finally learned how to use affordable clothing in the area and use to and style it, I started giving advice here and there in high school. I, I wasn't on social media then just because mental blocks, mental barriers. But uh, once quarantine happened, like you said before the podcast, I just had none but time. And I was just it's like, let's just get into it. Because it's always been like a dream of mine to be on social media to help the younger kids and help them guide in their, their sense of style and sense of fashion. So I was just like, let me get into it right now. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So I'm looking at your questionnaire and you mentioned being an amateur stylist at Nordstrom. So my question yeah. for you is, what does an amateur stylist at Nordstrom do so what does that look like so I say amateur just because there's certain I think there, there's a you can actually get a official license to be a actual stylist and you can like start your own like little stylist company but uh I say amateur oh, just because you know I'm just starting I'm two months in um okay. so at Nordstrom you can come in and you can shop and do whatever you want but there's a lot of features that Nordstrom has to offer that a lot of people don't know so you can go into Nordstrom and you can ask for a stylist. Almost everybody in there are stylists, unless they're like just seasonal training. But most of the people in there are stylists. So you can go in and be like, hey, I have this event I got dressed for. Here's my budget. Go shop for me. Then you can go sit down in the dressing room or in our little uh waiting lobby where you can like charge your phone while your stylist is going around picking things that fit you and that fit the event that you are going to. So I do that at Nordstrom and I also work for the uh, Indochino section inside of Nordstrom as well. So if y'all ever need any suits, custom made suits, I got you. I recommend if you're a high school athlete to to get an Indochino suit just because they're like lower in quality. But it's a perfect first suit. But if you are like a grown man and you need an actual suit, I wouldn't recommend Indochino. Cam, I, I don't know if you realize it, but you're dropping gems right now. So what you <laughs> just gave, um, no, seriously, man, what you just gave, that advice you just gave for young athletes, you know, um, man, is a gem. Because that's something that when I think back on uh the first suit i wore so it was you know it's like my dad's suit right you know so yeah. it was just kind of like hey i need to wear a suit somewhere go get this and then when it was time for me to buy a suit i had no clue right <laughs> about what to get and I'm, I'm gonna be real with you man when i think on some of the suits that i wore somebody should have slapped me Somebody should be like, man, if you I, if you take that suit off the rack and purchase it, you need to be slapped. Because I wore some bad suits as a young man. So I'm telling you. We're talking about like velvet suits? You're you dropping real knowledge. I'm, I'm just <laughs> terrible. We're just going to use one word <laughs> to describe some of the suits I wore as a young fella about your age. And it, one word to describe them, terrible. No sense of fashion. I, I, All right? I, I want to see some pictures. <laughs> No, <laughs> no, <laughs> never. I'm hoping that they don't exist. There's probably some pictures somewhere, man. But I'm, you know, I'm just thinking about the material and just how. To see it. Oh man, enough of that. Enough of that. Enough of that. Okay, so <clears throat> man, I got a million questions I want to ask you. All right, so um, so let's go here. So you know, I'm a young fella. I can't necessarily go to Nordstrom, right? That's not in my budget. So, but I want to look nice, you know, because if you look mm -hmm. good, you feel good. So I want to look good. So where can I go? You know, where are some places that I can go to put together an ensemble? 
Oh yeah, I, I get it. I get this question a lot. Even working inside Nordstrom, I get a lot of parents bringing in their middle school children in there, and I'm just like, he's gonna grow out of this within two months. Why are you gonna spend all this money? So, dropping knowledge. I'm, I'm about to list. I'm about to list a lot of stores. I'm about to list a lot of stores. Okay. We're gonna do it in age range. I all feel right. like that's the perfect way to go about it. If you're in middle school, so that's like sixth to seventh grade, and I'll even give the freshmen in high school a little leverage on this too. You, the only places you need to hit up are Dicks for athleisure wear, Cotton On, okay. and Forever Twenty One. Those are going to be the most affordable places for you that fit your age range. And if you grow out of it, it's okay because they have a lot of good sales and a lot of good clearance sales. So you're not spending a whole lot of money on your own wardrobe that you're going to outgrow within three months. Once you get sophomore to senior, you can still shop at those other places, but your main places need to be Hollister for jeans because they last a long time, H&M for just your basic essentials, and then you can shop at Nordstrom for casual wear because the casual wear, if you're with the right, right stylist, they can make it affordable because we have a BP and a top man area, and that's where it's like normal priced clothing, but it's literally trendy items or just super casual wear. Um, okay. once, you get, once you get to freshman year of college, and up, you should you can still shop at H and M. When you go to Forever Twenty One and Cotton Arm, you're gonna go and go to those places for trendy items, streetwear, casual items that are trending in today's society. But you gotta focus on H and M because they have all your essentials, your basics. You can dress up, you can dress down inside H and M. Macy's is a good place. I love going to Macy's for like clearance suits. They have really good suits. ASOS will be good. That's an online store. And then Boohoo Man, Thursday's Boots, Nothing New. That's a shoe company. And I think I think that's pretty good for y'all. I think that's pretty good. Uh, my my uh, stepdad, man. he likes to shop at Nautica. So Nautica is pretty good, too, if you're a grown man. Nautica, Old Navy, Gap, Banana Republic. I like those places. I like those places. Okay, so this is this is what we're gonna do right here. So first thing I want you to do, Cameron, is tell everybody who's watching on YouTube or they're listening to the audio podcast, tell them where they mm-hmm. can find you again. All right, guys. So y'all can find me on Instagram, TikTok. Um, I, I'm trying to get on Twitter right now. That's still a great area, but we're gonna find out. And YouTube. At cam.styles with a Z. Uh, I think I like to call myself the best fashion community because I actually reach out to my followers. I reach out to my audience. It's not just the I post this and you consume. No, we're going to build together and we're going to get to know each other and we're going to have a solid community. Listen, all right. Now, so if you're listening to the audio podcast, or watch it on YouTube, please hit that like and subscribe button. If you're listening, Apple, give us five stars. Definitely appreciate it. You can also follow the podcast on Facebook, The Network with Michael Prejean, and on Instagram, The underscore network underscore podcast. Tell a friend, share it with somebody, greatly appreciate it. Now, if you're watching or listening, this is where you rewind and you go back through that list that he just shared, right? So, a lot of listeners, you know, you guys got kids, you know, so go back through that list. He broke it down for you by age group, right? So now hopefully, you know, we got some other young people who are listening as well. And it's like, listen, I kind of need to step my game up a little bit. So he shared some stuff for y'all as well. Even gave you some grown man tips. All right. So for dads like me who like to help, you know, my sons with their professional attire, he, he dropped some knowledge for me as well. So, Cam, man, you're cooking with hot grease, as they say. Um, (laughs) So you also mentioned that you work with some brands on social media. How many brands do you work with? Oh, man. Um, Long term, 
two to three. We're working on the third one right now. Uh, we just had like a meeting, I think about a week ago or two days ago. Um, officially two, and I pick up little little brand deals along the way. So I think in total, I've had about twelve to twenty brand deals since I started. Um. Do you want me to list them oh, out? Yeah. Or I love it. <laughs> if you if you want to list them, go ahead and list them. It's up to you. I'll do I'll list the, the long term. So I'm working with Thursday's Boots. That's an excellent boot company. If you want good boots, uh they're little they're a little pricey. But when you get them, they are worth it because they are literally made to walk. That's their slogan. I mean that's their slogan. <laughs> made to walk. Made for walking, and once you get these boots, you just you just gotta get them to find out. I always I encourage my followers. I'm about to check up on them. I'm gonna see who listened when we first got into the summer. I said, "All right, make sure to save up some money because once we get to the fall, we're gonna buy one pair of Thursday's boots, and that's gonna be good for your style in this fall." So we're about to see who listened. I hope I hope they I hope they're listening. We'll okay. see. Um, the second company is. Rose Gold and Black. That's a that's a jewelry company out there in Australia. And then I'm also working with this other chain company that's in America called Day Chains. They're just starting up. Excellent company. I highly recommend Day Chains. Fast shipping. They like to commu- they like to connect with their community too. They go live once a week. Um Yeah. Okay. So Thursday boots, rose gold and black, day chains. You're listening to Cam Dot Styles, or you're watching Cam Dot Styles. So Thursday boots, rose gold and black, day chains. Make sure y'all cut this brother a check, man. Cut the check, CTC. <laughs> cut the check. All right. So man, I saw a lot of good stuff on your Instagram. So you had different, uh, man, some different things that you did. So I definitely want to recommend. So for those of y'all, some of y'all are listening and watching and going through his page right now. I know that's what you're doing. Make sure you check out uh, styling the suit pieces. That's one of my favorites. Um, seeing oh, yeah. different things that you did with the suit pieces. Love that you even uh, you even did an update. You know, with the, yeah. the suit pieces. That was that was sweet. Love that. Um, man, you do something that I'm I'm afraid to do. I've always really wanted to do this. You style Converse. I think my feet yeah. are too big. But, man, you do a great job with the Chuck Taylors, man. I love it. I appreciate that. Love it, love it, love it. Um, you even style the Cortez, <laughs> the Nike Cortez. The classics. Yeah. So we call those. <laughs> I, I don't know if you guys uh, called them this, but we used to call them the Gangster Nikes. Nah. Nah? Okay. See, that's we, don't, that. we don't call those. Yeah, I think that's just because you are right. Because I, I looked up the history behind the Cortezes, and as the Cortezes were growing up, the, a lot of, those are being heavily used, especially in California, for gang affiliation. And there, there was a point where that's where that's all the Cortezes were known for. But Nike really wanted to push out the Cortez shoes, so they even came out with a certain marketing tactic to try to change the atmosphere of the shoe. And they even like had it. I think there's like some where there's like written on the box or something where like we're all one people or something like that or Nike's made for everyone or it was, it was something along those lines. I should really look it up. It's it's an interesting story for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely gonna have to look that up because uh, most most people in my generation for sure that's what we know them as for for a long time. We had no idea that the shoe was called the Cortez. We just called them the Gangster yeah. Nikes. And then people started calling them Cortez. And we was like, is that a new shoe? What 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 is the Cortez? Um, let's see what else. Oh, Footwear Fridays. So y'all make sure yes. that y'all <laughs> check out his Footwear Fridays. Love those. Love those Footwear Fridays. Now, this, this is my favorite. All right, this is my favorite. You said there are five pair of pants that every guy should have. Mm-hmm. Okay, talk about that for me. What are those five pair of pants that every guy needs to have? And I think this is this is across the board. This is from young man to older man. 
I got you. So five pair of pants that every man needs to wear. We got the black jeans, no rips, black jeans with no rips. That's your basic outfit. You can, whenever you have a small budget, black pants can stretch you a long way because you can wear that with loafers. You can wear that with sneakers. So you got, you got your casual wear and you got your formal wear. Next, you're going to want some blue jeans, no holes. Then you're going to get some dress pants. Then you're going to get some sweatpants, whether it's gray or black. That's all up to the consumer, whatever they want, whatever, however it fits into their style. Then you're going to get one pair of pants that does have a rip. You want just, just a simple knee rip because I feel like grown folks and teens can wear just a simple knee rip, but don't go crazy with all the rips, you know what I mean? Where it's like all on your thighs. People get to look at you crazy. Right. <laughs> That's the five pair of pants okay. I feel like everyone should have. That's where I started. Enjoying this episode so far? Make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, Google, Breaker, Radio Public, or Pocket Casts. Now back to the show. Do, all right, so with those dress pants, do they need to be tapered? That's just all about your style. If you want to go for the trend, they should be tapered, not too tight though, because we're getting, we're, we're starting, in a, fashion is going to a transitional period. I don't know if y'all can see it, but we're going to a period where we're trying to step away from the skinny jeans now. So slim jeans and straight jeans are, are becoming popular. Uh, I really feel like the crazy trend that just happened in 2020 with streetwear, where a lot of guys were trying to bring back baggy clothing on the internet, I think that kind of pushed it to where, all right, well, let's not wear skinny jeans, but let's not wear baggy pants like the 90s. Let's just meet in the middle, wear slim straight, where it's tapered onto your body. And when I mean dress pants, you can either go for slacks or you can go for some chinos. For the more affordable option, I do recommend chinos just because the fabric is more versatile. You can use that for your casual clothing and you can also use that for your formal settings. Okay, that's good. So I, I will say this for now, nah, man, I'm not. I know a bunch of brothers who can dress, you know, guys my age. You know, they can flat yeah. out dress. But I will say, you know, especially for, well, for younger men and older men, um, man, definitely, you know, if you're, if you're buying a nice pair of dress pants or whatever, um, don't necessarily go uh, off the rack and then just wear them. You know, man, if you can get them tapered, you know, because you want something that, that looks well. As I've gotten older, <clears throat> And my paycheck got a little bigger and I was actually able to afford, you know, to get some some tapering done. Um, I got a little <laughs> a little bougie, you know, so sometimes <laughs> when I see, you know, I was in a training one day. His brother came in, man, he obviously had a new suit on, um, but it, it hadn't been fitted. You know, he didn't he didn't mm -hmm. get it taken in and, and tapered uh, and it just didn't look good, you know, so. um Tapering is important. Tapering is important, whether you're a young man or an older man. So, Cameron, tell me. And another thing. Oh, go ahead. I want to add on to the tapering part. Uh, Nordstrom actually offers tailoring, too. We tailor non-Nordstrom products and outside of Nordstrom products. Obviously, if you shop at Nordstrom, the tailoring will be free. But if you bring in the non-Nordstrom product, it'll probably range you, depending on what it is, it'll probably range you from $15 to $25. So if y'all ever need pants tailored, y'all can come into Nordstrom. Our tailors know what they're doing. I talk to them on a daily basis. They're, they're real good people. Okay, good. That's good. So Cam, who, uh, you kind of touched on this a little bit, but was there some, was there a specific person that inspired you to kind of get into uh, fashion? I know you, you kind of talked about kind of growing up and, you know, some of the things that led that, but was there a specific person? Do you have like a fashion mentor? <laughs> I wouldn't say I, I I took bits and pieces from everywhere because I'm definitely one of those people who like to I like to listen I like to watch and I take 
from everything I see. I, I take lessons from everything. Uh, growing up, uh, what inspired me to just like look my best. My dad wasn't completely out of the picture. I'll still go to his house on the weekends, little stuff like that. And I always thought he mm-hmm. he was the best dressed in my life. Like he just he looked cool. He dressed cool, and I was just like, I want to be like that. And I remember growing up, I wanted that feeling that I had for my father. I wanted someone else to feel like that for me. I wanted them to be like, he he just really nice. I I, I want to take from that. I want to I want to be inspired from that. So that that I think that's like the root of it. Um, growing up, learning different ways and different styles. I would say my main thing. I think I found them in my freshman year. I was sick. I remember being sick and I was at home laying in the bed, just scrolling on YouTube. And I found this account teaching men's fashion. And so I was, I was looking through his videos. Um, he's still big today, but I feel like at that time he was like more relevant. Um, cause he started, he was posting about styling tips affordable clothing affordable wear how to shop how to get started grabbing your essentials and i thought i really i really learned a lot from watching that but you know you can't just watch something and then all of a sudden be an expert you gotta go in put in the work and figure it out yourself as well take those tips and then learn from your experience so that's exactly what i did i took what he had to say and then i went to the stores i figured that out and then I just I went I went through a period where I wanted social media to work for me, not against me. A lot of people talk about how social media is bad. It's only bad if you make it bad. Mm-hmm. There's positive accounts, there's positive influencers on the on these social websites that can help you apply these things to your life to make your life better. So I definitely took that into account. I went through my I, I went through my Instagram. You can check every month my following, who I follow, it always decreases because I go through it and I'm like, okay, this person's not good for me right now in this season of my life. I gotta get out of that. They're not setting a good role model for me. So I like unfollow a lot of people and I just go I do that. I do like a monthly check. It's starting to go to like a two week check now, but I do I, I for sure at least one once a month I do a check. And I unfollow people. So freshman year, sophomore year of high school, I was unfollowing people. And then I was searching up male influencers or black men models, um, Mm -hmm. black history accounts, just so I could learn and educate myself with social media. So now I'm not mindlessly scrolling. As I'm scrolling, I'm actually learning. I'm taking inspiration. I'm taking black love. I'm taking black history. taking black appreciation. And... That really, that really inspired me, molded me to try to style and also be one of those characters or type of person that also helps other people look their best. Dropping knowledge or the, the new terminology <laughs> is gems. He is dropping gems. I hope y'all are picking up what he's putting down. Okay, so Cameron, I, I had another couple of questions, but I think this is a good time to segue into this. Is there anything that keeps you up at night? Um, in a negative way, no. Everything TikTok has really opened a big door for me because, like I said, in high school, I've always kind of wanted to do it, but due to mental barriers, and I'm gonna be honest about the mental barriers, I'm black. Yeah, there's not many, not many that. I can count on my hand how many black fashion influencers there are right now today. There's not a lot. And so all the fashion influencers in high school from like 2010 to 2018, they're either white or Latino. So like mm-hmm. they're talking about fashion for everyone, but it's it's you got to see someone black because it helps you be like, okay, I can do this too. Because that's also another struggle within our community is whenever whenever I first started to dress and started to figure out who I am, a lot of people are like, black people don't wear that. You don't look black. You're dressing white. And this is why I'm dressing like polo, tucked in polos, 
I, I used to dress up for high school. You saw it. And I'm just like, what do you mean dress white? Yeah. Dressing, dressing formal is dressing white. I can't look educated. Education is only for white people. So like I, I, I've, I've broken off a lot of friendships in high school, either from me or they'll cut me off because I'll get on their case and they didn't like what I had to say. Um, so I'll say the, the only thing that keeps me up right night is just excitement. I'm just excited. My potential, growing my brand, growing my mental, physical, personal health. Like I'm, I'm just excited. I, I go to sleep with all these like questions that people ask me on social media. I go to sleep with all these ideas in my head and like I, I stay up late recording just cause I enjoy, I really enjoy doing this and I can, we're in a day and age where you can make social media your nine to five and I'm bringing in some money, but not stable enough to like live off of it. I'm saving, but I can really see this growing into something greater. So that's, that's just what keeps me up at night. That's good. That's good. So you two things, I want to do two things before we jump into the next section. Um, you talked about, you know, making sure you take care of your physical and your mental health. So I am, my degrees are in psychology. Um, mm-hmm. I am a huge mental health advocate. Um, we are living in, so I got a, I got a couple of decades on you. So I can, I can tell you that what we're experiencing now is is new. Nobody, I don't think anybody alive has lived in a moment like what's going on now, you know? Um, so what has it been like as far as your mental health, you know, living, going into a pandemic, um, you know, the age of social media, what do you do to make sure you take care of your mental health? I'll say one big thing is definitely taking a break for yourself. Um, it's good to put your phone away, like in a completely different room and walk into another room. Talk to the people that you are living with. Um, go outside. Uh, silly, silly as it sounds, just sit on the porch, sit on the balcony, sit on, sit in your backyard. Just stare at the trees, stare at the sky. Like it's just the it's the little things that can really help you separate from social media because social media also does tax your uh, your mental health. So that's a great way. Every time I go to my family's house or every time we go out to eat, yes, I get my yes. phone, turn it off, and I put it to the side so I'm not distracted or I don't touch it. Unless I have like an important email going on and I got to respond right then and there just because of time zones, then that I'll have my phone out, but I'm working. I'm not just scrolling on social media. I'm working. That's the only time I'll have my phone out when I'm with my family. Um, growing up in this, really, the pandemic freed my mental, honestly. I feel like the pandemic opened, uh, opened doors for a, a lot of people who took advantage of the time. I took advantage of that time to self-reflect and learn more about myself. I won't go too deep into it, but I've been running track since I was nine, year-round. For those of you that don't know, if you're a real track athlete, track for you starts November, December, because that's indoor track. And it doesn't end until July with AAU track. Now you only got August, September, October. You got three months to recover. I didn't do that. I jumped straight into uh, cross country because at the time that's where that's where my passions were. So cross country will last you those three months. So I'm running year round for over a decade. So once I got into the pandemic, it really that was my first time ever where I got to sit down for like months for a couple months and not think or be physically involved with track and it was it was just like wow like this is what life is without it and it really made me think well why am I doing track why am I running 
who am I doing it for? Am I doing it for myself? Am I doing it for someone else? And it really made me realize I'm not running because I like it. I'm running because I'm getting validation from my mom. I want to make my mom proud. I want to. I want her to be able to brag about me. I want her to be happy for me. I want her to be proud of me. And I thought track at the time. I thought track was the only way. Not realizing it, that's why I'm doing it. But I thought track was the only way because she would always say, "Oh, I'm proud of you." She'll give me the validation because I'm running track. All this, and I thought that was the only way. But when I had the time to sit down and self reflect, I realized. It, it, I can make her more proud than just running track. And that was the only reason why I was running for her. I was running for her, not for myself. Because I was, track, track, track in college is hard. If if you want to do a sport in college and you plan on going pro, you really got to want it. You got to live, breathe, and eat whatever you want to do. There's no shortcuts. I of course I didn't try to take any shortcuts trust me here. I was I was working. I remember going home multiple days not home, going to my dorm multiple days after practice crying just because of the workload that track really puts on you in college. But like I said, I wanted to make my mom proud. I wanted to make the people who had expectations for me in track proud. Cause at that time, if you hear Cameron Brown, you think track. That's it. That's all Cameron Brown was, track star, track athlete. So when I got into the pandemic, I was like, who am I really? So I just sat down, figured out other things I like outside of track, and then that kind of started the movement. So the next season, I tried to get back into it, but after realizing the truth, finding out the truth of why I am really doing it, I'm just like, yeah, this really isn't for me. So... I've been struggling with the the decision I made. I, I was, I was I've been thinking about this since December. I've been struggling with this decision. I reached out to a couple people that uh, have been in uh, in my shoes or that I've been talking to recently, and they're like, "I honestly think that you should quit track. I think this would be good for you." And like, they the the main thing that they would say is, "There's life outside of track." Because the decision, I didn't want to make the decision just because I didn't know what to do outside of track. Like, I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know who I was going to become. I, I didn't, I, I was just scared. But once I, once I made the decision, it felt freeing. I felt weight off my shoulders. And now I'm just like, this is my life and I'm going to attack it. So I'll say that the pandemic helped a lot with my if with my no mental one health. Has said this to you. Yeah, Cameron. If, if no one has said this to you, I want to make sure I say it. Man, I am proud of you. You, you, you had no idea how proud I am of you. Thank you for sharing that. First of all, because somebody mm-hmm. needed to hear that. Somebody needed to hear that. Um, so thank you for sharing that. That was just a testimony. You just shared a testimony. There's somebody who <laughs> definitely need to hear that. So thank you so much for sharing that, man. I mean that. So I'm, I'm super proud of you because that was a tough decision, um, but you tackled it. You know, you tackled it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I say if you want to, you know, if you want to be well, talk about it and then tackle it. And you did both of those things, man. So big ups to you, Cam. Definitely. All right. Really appreciate that. Next section. We're going to move into this next segment. You're welcome, man. This is where we talk about recommendeds. Recommended books, recommended music, recommended podcasts. So we're going to start with recommended books. What are you reading that you recommend that we read as well? Yes, sir. So like like I said in the questionnaire, I'm not really reading nothing right now, but... I got some books that I'm going to pick up, and I got a book that I did read in the past that helped with my also mental health. Wholeness by Tor Roberts is a great read. At the time, I was following this black influencer on, he wasn't on Vine. He was on Twitter. That's when Twitter was really jumping. He was on Twitter, and he was on Instagram. And he was talking about the book because uh, he, he started to go back to church, and his pastor was Tor Roberts. 
And Tor Roberts came out with the book and he was like, guys, I recommend you read this book. And I read the book and it was really, I love self-reflecting. I love building my self-awareness and wholeness does a great job at that. It helps you look back at your past childhood traumas. It helps you realize that you're not completely whole and to be with someone else, to give your love to someone else, you also got to love yourself and be whole as well. Um, the other books I recommend that I, I plan on picking up soon is, um, let me see, i put it right here. No More Mr. Nice Guy by Dr. Robert Glover. Um, basically, within that book, it basically teaches men not to be the pushover, not to be the super nice guy that just lets everyone walk all over them. Because in, in a sense, you're only doing that to people, please. But doing that, you're not going to be happy with yourself because you're going to be letting people walk walk all over you. You got to learn to stay firm, have your own opinions, have make your own decisions, and then have the courage and confidence to tell somebody like, hey, I'm not going to let you talk to me like that. And this is how we're about to move moving forward. So I heard great things about the book, and I, I highly recommend y'all pick up those two books for sure. All right, good, good. All right, music, recommended music. What are you listening to right now? What's in what, what's in Man. the playlist? <laughs> I'm listening to a lot of Tyler the Creator and Lil Nas X right now. Uh, I know some people are a little shaky on Lil Nas X, but I'm gonna tell y'all why I'm listening to these two the most. Lil Nas X, okay, is doing is doing things in the community that nobody else is doing the marketing strategies he is using the energy he is portraying is like strong and that's what i kind of want to push my content into like i want to like just push it out like this is me this is who i am and i'm here to stay because that because Lil Nas x's first song was old town road everyone's like yeah this is this is hot this is jumping but he's not gonna last he's not a real rapper everyone's telling he's not a real rapper yeah all this that and the other and then with him coming out um not too long ago that also put some uh some some taxing on him but he's like no i don't care y'all can't push me out yeah. i'm i'm gonna work i'm gonna work harder than what you say and i'm gonna stay here this is gonna be me and i just i i use that energy i take that bravery and that confidence that he is portraying with his music and I apply that with my videos. Like, you can ask my girlfriend before, like, if I'm, you, you know how it is. You don't feel like going to work. You don't feel like being there. But as soon as I, I play the music, I'll just, I'll get jumping. And I'm just like, I'm just like, all right, let's get to work. Let's make these videos. Same thing with Tyler, the creator. He just came out with his, his new album. I really enjoy it. Um, but that new album helped me dive deeper into Tyler, the creator, because I've been listening to him throughout i'll say throughout high school but i've never like dove into it and like learned more about him and learning hearing his story it's kind of the same like Lil nas except in a different approach just because tyler's music is definitely different from other people so i was watching his interviews um i was watching what he goes through and he was talking about whenever he first blew up he, he it's this specific story he went to a gas station he was on a road trip he went to a gas station um and he's in a he's in a rolls royce and a white woman is like oh what kind of car is that and he said the way the way she said it made it seem like you shouldn't be in that type of car you shouldn't be driving that and so that really like pushed him to be like no yeah i'm driving this like we we black excellence, we can do this. So I take a lot of that energy from his music as well. Whenever I make my videos, I, I listen to a lot of these a lot of these songs before I make my videos, or on my way to work, or after work. Yeah. <laughs> so, how long does it take you to make a video and? Are you your own cameraman? Man, so to, I think it depends. 
It really depends. If I'm making a... When I first started my first TikTok video, the, the suits, the suit video, that took me a good three hours to record. Three hours to record and one to two hours to edit. Now, that was like a little simple video compared to what I do now. Now, if I make one video, if I just, I'm going to make one video and that's it. Take me an hour to record and edit. That's it. Because now I know the ropes. I know how to, I know my angles. I know the lighting. I know how to edit. I know what I want. It's easier now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I can, now I try to post like two to three times a day. So I load up on my content. So I'll, I'll put like two hours aside and I'll record like six videos. And then I'll take an hour or two to edit all of them. Um, but yeah, I'm my own cameraman, my own editor, my own creative director, stylist. I, I do everything. That's what's up. That's what's up. I, you know, and the crazy thing is, I just kind of stumbled onto your Instagram page one day. Um, and I think maybe, you know, cause I, I think I, I, I follow Chloe. And Mel mm-hmm. and Andy, um, so maybe you. I think maybe they might have had you in in one of their stories or something. And I was like, "Oh, that's Cam. Yeah. Let me go. You know, let me go follow Cam and check out his page." All right. Um, last recommended recommended podcast. Are you listening to any podcasts? And would you recommend any to the people who are watching and listening? All right. Number one, the Network Podcast. We're here. We're here. I'm like I said before. I'm really glad to, that you're starting this up because in high school you really did. You you taught some. You, you dropped some gems in high school for me. Like honestly. Now as a coach, you are annoying. But you know that's a coach. <laughs> I'm not supposed to like you whenever you're the coach. But outside of the sport, you did drop some gems, and I really appreciate. <laughs> I really appreciate the. Uh, all the lessons that you, you dropped onto us. So I'm glad that you're doing the network podcast because you're a good conversationalist. Um, other two recommended podcasts is Appreciate it. the roommates podcast. The roommates podcast is a really good podcast. If you're growing up in high school um, and if you're, you're also a grown man and you want a better view of today's, today's society and the younger generations so you can see and be more aware of what's going on. Uh, the roommates, they they love that. I, I say their main audience right now are boys to men that had little to no male role models in their life. So they're basically teaching you everything that your dad should have taught you. And I really appreciate that because they're even dropping some things where I'm just like, okay, yeah, I do need to work on this. It's like helping me realize what I need to work on, what I need to focus. I really wish I found their podcast like freshman year of high school because i would have been a whole different person today um i also recommend fresh and fit podcast this podcast is really wild so like when you watch their podcast you really got to go in with the open mind uh i watched this podcast like i said to be more aware i like to see things from every angle every corner so when i watch this like i already have my opinions i already know what I believe, but I watch Fresh and Fit to see what other people believe, what other people are talking about, because Fresh and Fit brings in girls, a bunch of girls, and then guys from all age ranges, different demographics, different living standards, and then you can see, it helps you see point of views from other people. Like, I don't agree with everything they say, but it def- I definitely appreciate being able to see why and how they think the way they do. Okay. Okay, that's good. That's good. I'm going to have to check those out. Those are good, man. Cam, mm-hmm. you're a wise young man. All right. Now this takes us to the lightning round. Cameron, I'm going to ask you 10 right. just kind of random questions. First thing that comes to mind, that's what I want you to give us. Are you ready for the lightning round? I hope so. I was telling my brother how I was, I was nervous about this part. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. 
This question I ask everybody, all right? If you could have a superpower, what would it be and why? Man, um, super speed. <laughs> super speed or, or regenerative okay. health. Yeah. It's a good one. Best advice you've ever received. Um, dang. Um, I received so much, so much. Best advice I've re ever received. Um, um, it do things for yourself. Uh, that that's the most recent thing that really really stuck out to me just because of this chapter in my life. Do things for yourself. Okay. <laughs> Would you rather your only mode of transport be a donkey or a giraffe? A giraffe. That'd be cold. That'd be so cool. That's a flex. <laughs> I'm telling y'all right now, y'all gonna see this brother on a giraffe. It's coming. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't put that idea in my head. You shouldn't put that idea in my head. <laughs> hey. Okay. No, man. Listen, I'm glad. I'm glad we could do it. Let's, man. Let's make this thing happen. Listen, if we're going, you got to go all the way. Yeah, all the way. <laughs> all right. Would you? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Would you rather every shirt you wear be itchy or only be able to use one ply toilet paper for the rest of your life? I, I can take the itchy shirt. I have, I have a couple itchy shirts. I can take the itchy shirt. Okay. Would you rather never lose your phone or never lose your keys again? I can't afford to lose my phone right now. It's the money maker. I'd rather lose my keys. <laughs> yeah. I'm young. Uh, I can walk. <laughs> if you could be a fashion. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> if you could be a fashion influencer from any era, what era? This era. This this is we're we're going through a generation where uh, a lot of a lot of young men and young uh, young boys don't have any positive role models. We we had a lot of we had we had a couple of uh, role models the generation before me just a little bit, but I think right now is like the golden the golden time. This is gonna be the, the peak for fashion influencers. I feel like that's good. That's good. All right, Cam. Who would play you in a movie about your life? Dang, who would play me? It had to be my brother, Ty Price, upcoming actor. I think because he's been with me every step of the way, so he'll know he'll know the assignment. Okay, make sure you know the assignment, Ty. Make sure you get it right. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> If you could be any flavor of ice cream, what would it be and why? <laughs> any flavor of ice cream. <laughs> I'm going to say... I don't even know. Vanilla. I eat a lot of vanilla. Um, people, people are starting to get tired of uh, the chocolate flavor. So I'll say just vanilla. Okay. What's your dream job? The fashion influencer. Um, no, that's not a dream job. That, that's that's the route to my dream job. I want to own my own clothing company that uh, that's affordable for all ages. And the what everyone wants to do a fashion company. Now I'm gonna say that for after the podcast. I can't drop that one. I'm gonna tell you after. I'm gonna tell you after. Yeah, yeah. Some, some stuff you got to hold on to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some stuff you got to hold on to. All right, last question. If you were running for office, 
what would your campaign slogan be? Dang, vote for Cameron Brown so we can be one. So we can be one or let's be united. Some some something family oriented for sure. One family, one piece. <laughs> I don't know. Something okay. like that. Something very family oriented. Okay, okay. Listen, man, you survived the lightning round. It wasn't that bad, was it? No, not at all. Not at all. I like to thank God. <laughs> all right. There you go. All right, Cam. This brings us to the very last segment. This segment is entitled, You Didn't Ask. You Didn't Ask. Okay? Mm-hmm. This is where you get to give any unsolicited advice that you would like. <clears throat> Nobody asked, but you're going to give it to them anyway. So what unsolicited advice would you like to share? All right. This one is a real gem, especially for the young ones out there. or even even older guys, because my dad will ask me this question too all the time. People on social media are faking it. I make sure to let my my audience knows, hey, these are my clothes. If I if I if I'm at a new store, I'm like, hey, these are my clothes. I'm returning these. I just want to show y'all how to style these. Other people won't do that. They're gonna put up the facade that they have all the money in the world, and that they go to these stores purchase these outfits, and then keep them. That's not how it works. If you see somebody with something expensive, nine times out of ten, they got it for free. Because that's just how marketing works. The new currency of today is followers on social media. You got a large following, you're rich. And by rich, you have the opportunities to become rich. Brands will reach out to you. Everybody, like everything is marketable. You'll get the weirdest collaborations, but they pay and they'll give you stuff. You can find a way to get free clothes, free groceries, free toiletries. Everything is marketable. And most of these people that it seems like they're living the good life, they're not. Um, There's other thing that I've learned that I really want people to know. Because I think this is a, this is a game changer. Uh, it doesn't have to pertain to me, so it's not gonna hurt me. <laughs> um, people that you see living in nice penthouses or nice houses, they're not theirs. Those are Airbnb contracts that they have signed with the owner, and the owner's like, "Hey, can you stay here for a certain amount of time? And then I'll pay you this that." Because what they do is they make videos in that Airbnb and people are like, wow, that, that's really cool. Then if you like, if you dig through like the comments or whatever, that person, they'll like slide it like the link that it's the Airbnb, but no one will see that. And then they go on these vacations to make it seem like they're always traveling and they come back there in a new place to make it seem like they have all these different houses, right? To make it be like, oh, I got bored of that old place. So I got this new place. No, that's not the case. It's Airbnb contracts. People are paying them to stay there. And it, that's how they get around. So I feel like that's a, a big thing that people need to keep in mind. Because I don't want younger kids to be like, oh, that's a lifestyle. Like, no, like that that's just a hustle. That's just a grind. Like they don't, they don't stay still. They don't stay in one spot to actually grow and build. So that that's my unsolicited advice. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Don't believe everything you see on social media. Cameron, you dropped a lot of knowledge, a lot of gems. So I'm going to say this again. I hope that y'all were picking up what he was putting down. Listen, this is the network. This is our attempt at creating a modern podcast version of the Negro Motorist Green Book. With each interview, we are building a network of talented professionals that you can reach out in touch. Make sure you follow this young brother, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. Every episode is designed to help the physical, mental, spiritual, and financial health of black people living in and traveling through America. Subscribe to the network. You never know, you might need it. Today's guest, Cameron Brown, also known as Cam, 
Dot Styles. He dropped a ton of gems on y'all today. I hope that you picked them up. Cameron, thank you for your time this morning, brother. I truly appreciate it. This was excellent. Mm -hmm. I appreciate being here. I'm really glad I got to be a part of the network. And also, guys, don't be afraid to hit me up. DM me questions. I got you. Uh, just DM the question because that's another thing. <laughs> uh, if You can DM high influencers. They'll see it. But they don't have the time. So just DM the straight question. You don't got to give yourself an intro. Just DM the question and I can get back to you as soon as possible. All right. Y'all heard the young brother. Hey, this has been The Network. I'm Michael Prejean. Today's guest, Cameron Brown. Until next time, peace, y'all.